Hi, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Praying the Bible series. Each month, we read a passage from the Bible and learn how to pray it back to God. And before we begin, I want to take a minute to thank everyone who participated in the Bible Quiz Challenge for May. Thank you to Micah and Olivia, Trinity, Zeke, Titus, and Genesis, Aiden, and to Vinith Kumar from India, and Sebastian and Olivia from East London in the Republic of South Africa. You guys did an amazing job on those questions. And if you did not get a chance to answer this time around, stay tuned for our next Bible quiz challenge at the end of June. Have you ever struggled with knowing what to say to God when you pray? Sometimes we don't always know how to pray or what to pray when we're talking to God. The good news is that God has given us the Bible, and the Bible is filled with all kinds of truths that we can pray back to God. When we are at a loss and don't know how or what to pray, we can turn to the Bible to give us truths that we can stand on and believe in when we pray to God. Do you ever feel like maybe God doesn't hear you when you pray? Well, I'm here to tell you that if you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and has saved you from your sins, you have been made a child of God. God is your father. He is a good father. And as a good father, he hears the prayers of his children. Today, I am going to show you how we can pray the Bible. And before we start, I'd also like to remind you and your parents that I have created downloadable prayer guides for each of the Praying the Bible episodes. You can download the guides and they are free and available through my website. You can sign up at SherilynRGrant.com. Today's passage from the Bible comes from Psalm 119. I'm going to tell you an interesting fact about Psalm 119. Out of all of the Psalms, Psalm 119 is the longest Psalm. It's a beautiful Psalm that was written about having a love for God's word and his instruction. The psalmist who wrote it knew the importance of following God's word and obeying what he has commanded. We've been learning a lot about the kings of Israel and how they disregarded God's commands. They did not obey him. They began doing what was right in their own eyes instead of looking to God to show them what was right. Well, you saw how that turned out. It was a disaster for Israel. When they started making up their own rules, they became lost in sin and darkness. Many people today are like the kings of Israel. They want to make up their own rules instead of following God's word. When we don't place the Bible as our guide and instruction, we will soon lose our way and the enemy will try to get us to believe anything else than what the Bible teaches. Let's read what the psalmist had to say about God's word. Teach me, O Lord, to follow your decrees then I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding, and I will keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart toward your statutes and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. 
fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. Preserve my life in your righteousness. Before we pray, I want us to think about this psalm and what we learned. First, I want you to think about how the psalmist said, Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Do you know what it means to delight in something? It means it brings you joy. What are some things in which you find delight? Things that bring you joy. I delight in my family. They bring me much joy. I delight in my good friendships. I delight in going to church and worshiping God. I delight in teaching children about the Bible. There are many things we can delight in, but God's word is one of the most important things we should delight in. The psalmist knew that God's commands were not meant to be harsh rules that would harm us, but he knew God's commands were meant to guide us into good things for us. That's why he could delight in them. That's why he found joy in God's laws, because he knew they were good for him. He knew that if he followed God's laws and commands, it would mean good things for his life. For example, when God commands us that we are not to lie to one another, it's because God loves us and values the truth. When God commands that we are to honor our parents, it's because God has given us our parents to protect us and take care of us. The laws and commands of God are good. We should delight in them. They let us know that we serve a good God who cares about us enough to create good and loving laws to govern us. Next, I want you to think about how the psalmist prayed that his heart would not be turned towards selfish gain. Do you know what it means to be selfish? To be selfish is to think only of ourselves and to put ourselves first before God and others. The psalmist knew that the more he loved God's word and the more he understood God's commands, the more his heart would be ready to follow God and not himself. When we forget God and decide to live for ourselves and only for what we want, we miss out on all the good things God has for us and all the ways God wants us to be used as a light to others. Selfishness takes our eyes off God and puts them on us. But we can never be the answer to our problems. We must keep our eyes on Jesus. He is the only answer to life's problems. When we keep our eyes on him and his word, he will lead us, give us wisdom, and show us how to live for him. Lastly, I want us to think about God as ruler of all that is. Even though there were many kings that ruled over Israel, God was and is the rightful king of all. Everything that God has made is his, and so he alone has rights to rule over his creation. Since God has created all that is, he is the rightful owner and the rightful ruler of everything, absolutely everything, including you and me. How good it is to know that since God is the rightful ruler of all that he has made, that he is a good and wise ruler. As a good and wise ruler, he takes care of us and he leads us and guides us to accomplish his plan. Even though we don't always see it, God's plans will be accomplished. 
Even though it looked like the nation of Israel was in chaos and confusion, God was still in control. He was and still is on his throne. We can trust that he will complete the plan he has for his creation. He is a good ruler and his rules are good. Great job, truth seekers. Now that we have walked through the truths of this psalm, are you ready to practice it for yourself? Would you like to listen to me practice praying this passage so you can try it on your own this week? All right, you listen as I pray the Bible. Dear Heavenly Father, Revelation 4.11 says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Today we choose to keep our eyes on you, the rightful ruler of all things. You are ruler and king over all of your creation. We are part of your creation and we worship you. We trust that you are good and that you are in control. Help us to delight in your word. When we are unsure of what to do, help us to turn to your word for wisdom. When we are afraid, help us to turn to your word to give us peace. When we are in pain, help us to turn to your word to give us comfort. Help us to submit to your commands, trusting that your commands are good for us because you are a loving father who wants what is best for your children. You do not give us laws and commands that make no sense, but rather your laws and commands bring peace and order to our lives because you are a God of peace and order. We too say like the psalmist, we delight in your word. Teach us to follow your decrees in Jesus name. Amen. All right, truth seekers, it's your turn. I encourage you to take time this week to read Psalm 119 and to practice praying it back to God. God has given us his word as life to our souls. It's like water when we're thirsty or food when we're hungry. It's there to give us life. He is right there with you and he can't wait for you to start talking to him. Thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to you soon.